Hey everybody, welcome to Outspoken. I'm your host, Justin White. This is episode 64, and it's going to be a little different than those of the past. Uh, The reason being that this interview was conducted on the street. Uh, So there's a little bit of background noise. It's not too bad. The the worst part actually was the wind, which it didn't feel like a very windy day at all, but um, my recorder picked up uh, every little gust. So hopefully it doesn't interfere too much with your listening enjoyment. And um, if it does actually interfere with the content in any way, um, like if you're not able to hear what's being said, just email me and I'll tell you. I was there and I remember and I can decipher uh, anything that was inaudible. So um, I have for a very long time wanted to talk to some of the folks who are living on the streets of San Francisco. Um, This city has an insane amount of wealth and yet there is a massive homelessness problem. And um, I... I'm not terribly confused about why that is because I know that um, the people that have lots of money tend to keep it and the people that don't have very much tend to not get very much. But uh, just the same, I am somewhat baffled by how our society allows this to happen uh, a lot. So um, I went out in search of someone willing to talk about their experience. And um, I found these two gentlemen who were really gracious and kind enough to let me come sit in their space. Um, They had their tents right on the sidewalk in this alleyway south of Market and a couple chairs set up between them and sort of a small community of people right around them. And there are lots and lots of those little tent communities throughout this city um, under the freeways, uh, in the financial district, in the mission, all over the place. So um, I like to talk to people, even though I'm somewhat antisocial often. Uh, I like to talk to people all, all over the place. I really don't care what your station in life is. I think it's all bullshit to focus on that. I'm interested in the human being, uh, regardless of all the other stuff. So I was very grateful to find uh, Shelton and his friend JB, and I thank them for uh, being willing to talk to me. And um, I know that's not something everybody wants to do all the time, and especially when it's an outsider and not someone that they know. So thank you, Shelton and JB. It was a pleasure talking to you. And um, let's just listen to this Jay Church municipal railway train as it rolls away and then we'll talk to Shelton and JB one curiosity is just to to know how you wound up on the here yeah I, I, I ended up on the street um because I came up here Sleeping outside, but you didn't bother me. How long has that been? About five years. Wow. 
And where did you move from? No, I used to live in Europe. I came back to the United States in 2009. I left here in 79, came back in 2009. Sorry, you said you lived in Europe? Yeah, in, well, Ger in Germany. What were you doing there? Oh, I, got, I was in the military, got out. I stayed there with my wife and my, two of my sons got grown. I came back in 2009. My mother was dying from cancer. Sorry to hear that, ma'am. And I haven't been back yet. Now, now I'm working on getting me my passport. And then I'm getting my passport again. Then I'm going back to, to Europe. You still, your kids are in Germany? Yeah. And your wife? Yeah, she is too. She's in Germany. Wow. And the life I had got used to the European lifestyle. Yeah? Yeah. Like what? What kind of stuff? The European lifestyle is more uh, helpful. Like you, you have you have homeless people over there, but you don't you don't have them, uh, so so many, mm -hmm. right? Because when you homeless, the city will put you in a place to stay, give you money, right? And if you as a man, they tell you go out live and work, find a job. <coughs> you can, you know, everybody's insured. You go to hospitals and everything here. Yeah, there's none of that. Same. No, no uh, welfare really. Yeah, because when I came back, I had to my mother. So, you know, it's California is not the same. Yeah. So everything changed. Right? I can believe it. Sorry again. How long were you away from? Twenty years. Twenty years. Wow. And so you did, you had no did you have like a military pension or anything that could set you up like what? Yeah, I haven't filed for it yet. Oh, you haven't filed for it. Okay. Because yeah. even when I was stayed overseas, I was working for the city. Uh huh. I, I was I was a grave digger for the city. Wow. And, you know, I did that till I came back here. In in which city? In Wilhelmshaven. That's in that's in northern Germany, down by Hamburg. Okay. And, uh, I've been to Hamburg. Yeah. I've been to Bremen too. Yeah, we, yeah right there. Bremen's cool. I was stationed right there in the Carlstad in Bremen. What were you doing in the military? I started out as a as a, a, a security guard guarding missiles, nuclear weapons. Wow. And then from there, I went. They put me in the office desk, uh, postmaster. Yeah, I was. I ran the. the the well, business management, you know, people put, do paperwork for everybody, and mainly they finance. Mm -hmm. I had a good time though. Come back here, yeah, see this here. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And this is supposed to be the most powerful country in the world, right. the most richest country in the world. And this state in particular is, yeah. is and it, yeah. uh, it's this, like this number city. five. The city is the richest city in, 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 in the United States. The right. city alone. But you look at the homeless people. Mm -hmm. It's insane. It's, you, got, it's, you, it's got, you got people in New England, Joe. You got more SSI people in San Francisco than anywhere in the world. Is that true? Yes, yeah. a fact. And it is it? Do you feel like this the social security system is set up to kind of keep you on it, but just like just barely yeah, able we, to survive? Yeah. You can yeah, you yeah, have to. It's a funny thing too, though. You got I say you can say about. About forty percent of the homeless people are on SSI. Forty mm percent? -hmm. Yeah, I think about forty on SSI. That don't make no sense. You're getting a regular pay, but you.
but you can't get no place to stay. Right. Well, and they keep building these things and calling them, you know, low-income housing, but it's such nonsense that it's even worse. Than this. Veterans, you got veterans like me. Right. I go down here to the to the place to, to sword to see about a home, a place to stay. They tell me don't come back till October. Right. What are you supposed to do in the meantime? They never ask me. What do you mean? Just yeah. stay on the streets. And the shelters here are, are terrible, right? They don't, yeah, like, they, you yeah, can't, yeah, you gotta stand in line all day and yeah, maybe you get in, maybe you don't. Yeah, maybe you get in, and it's kind of dangerous, too, yeah, ever. It, it, it is because it's... For women especially, yeah, I would imagine. For men, too, because it's, it's overcrowded. They got you more or less like a sardine. Right. <laughs> is it, are they cots or what, like, what's it's, the... It's regular cots. Yeah. yeah. Cots but they're, like, right, right next to each other. Well, Barely yeah, enough yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. Each other there, man. Yeah, you can't... You, Some of them have bunk beds. Really? Yeah. And how many people would you estimate are there each night in like 50. a, okay, yeah. in like one room, like a gymnasium yeah, type room? Yeah. That, that, that there is uh, MSC South. They got, they like they got a new thing called navigation center, which is a faster process. Okay. Regular short, it don't work. Regular shelter. Doesn't work. But it doesn't work for everybody. I think there's some criteria that, that they don't mention that people don't get put in because like I was on it for a, a year okay I'm still not in and what is it what is what would it be if it worked for I, you I don't know I did everything oh, you don't even know within that month's time they're supposed to find you temporary housing mm -hmm. right yeah. like they have uh, here at Civic Center a hotel that's supposed to be like a, a temporary housing Civic Center Hotel is a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah. I, mean, I know people get murdered there all the time. And I don't know people that live there that just said it's horrible. And that's going to be a, a, in, in between you going into your own spot. Right. But you can't even get to that to that stage, right? Yeah, you can't even get to that stage. And where are these supposed apartments that are... Yeah, that's like, what I want to uh, know. That's what I would love to know. All the, okay, the, California, San Francisco has $630 million for the homeless. And that's $630 million, all she's building is these different navigation centers. Mm -hmm. And that's 600,000, there's only 7,000 people homeless here. Seven, how many people? 7,000, as they say, yeah. I just calculated off the top of my head. If she hired all these people, to pick up paper on the street, right, for $15 an hour. Right. They would still have enough money to, to, to take care of themselves, to get a, a, a spot, right. and pay their rent. And they still have a little under $240, $240 million left out of the $600 million they got for the homeless, mm -hmm. if she used her money like that. Instead of throwing up these different... Yeah, I can't understand why they can't. I mean, it's such a simple premise, you know? Like, set up a, system, like a way to work. People want to work, yeah, right? Yeah, you know... Because if you look at it, it's, it's more younger people, say, it's more people under the age of 30 on the street than it is older people. That, is that right? That is a very much of a transformation yeah. that happened in the last decade, and that is I, due to a lot of drugs. That's what I was going to ask. Due to a lot of drugs, but still, though, the drugs, still if, if, they, if they had 
uh, uh, something to do every day. Go to work every day. Then, then the drugs, you can't blame them. Right, yeah, that's it's, true. It's, it's going to cripple the, the two generations it, under us. Yeah, you, 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 you blame it on, 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 on the politics. Yeah. And what they're doing is, is ass backwards. Well, the United States is built on drugs. I mean, you got the pharmaceutical companies are the ones that's running it, pretty much. You know, the doctors. The, yep. Big well, they're business. feeding it out to the people, all these samples. And, that and basically what they're doing is they're trying to up, uh, get a, a head start on the world with different technology and different medicines. Mm -hmm. And the medicines, the only way you can find out what medicines work is you test them. And you test them through the public. On guinea pigs, <laughs> the American <laughs> public. Because it starts in Europe. Mm -hmm. I see it. This is the, the beginning of the Illuminati. Yeah. yeah. It is the beginning. It's already started. Can you it talk about started. that a bit? Yeah, it's already been started. The rich wanted to be rich and poor. You know, it, it, and it, no it's, middle class. And right. You eliminate and, and it started. All you need to do is look at look at the the, the president and his staff. If nobody on his staff makes has under a billion dollars. Nobody. They have That's all insane. billionaires working for. What? That's all who works on Trump's staff. It's all billionaires. But he's not. He, he's what? He's this is his third year in? Yeah, but everybody's this is his third year in, he doesn't have a full cabinet yet. Yeah, but everybody who <laughs> What president has done that? Everybody yeah. who worked for him is a millionaire. He don't hire another right. one. Right, so everyone... That, that's the beginning of the Illuminati. He has three individuals that's been there since the beginning. Yeah, but they're all billionaires. Why so, is that? <laughs> it's a mess, man. Uh, then you so, think about all the people that voted for him. They all turned their backs and, and trying to say, like, I got, I got a bone to pick with you. Danny, um, they all turn their, their backs and say, no, I, I didn't mean to vote for him. Right. I didn't mean to vote for yeah, him. Yeah, I didn't know he was there like was that. something that he had yeah. some kind of motive to, to vote for him. Yeah, what yeah. What was it? Well, so many people were, were disillusioned with the whole system, and, you know, especially in the Midwest, which is where he, you know, took yeah. a couple states that were blue forever. I'm from Michigan originally, and it's yeah, been and blue forever. Yeah. Sorry, man. Illinois, too. Yeah. He, he, he uses business mind to, to, prevent, to become the president. And he's running the country like it's a business. So, so he is. It's true. Um, but in terms, so in terms of the Illuminati, what do you? How do you see that? Like, where do you see the origins of that, and how do you see it playing how you out? See, how you, how you do is look around. The rich are getting richer, mm. and, and everybody else is getting bored. This is how you find out. Who's getting, who's getting their, their food and their money cut? That's where you see. at the bottom? Where, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's where you only. see it. You that's where you see it. it. You see all these big tech companies, they buying up all the, all the property. Yeah. Right? And then they raise the rent on all the property. Where nor the people who work for their tech company can live with them because they are paying. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. And about. it's like a three story oh, condo like with it. one person in it. Her father bought, bought his daughter, the house, he owns a tech company. He had pulled up over here in his phantom Rolls Royce. Right. He gave him a party there. They have a party every week there. And it's more for his tech company. It's all these tech kids. Yeah. What did, how, that must be so weird to see that. I mean, I've been here 27 years now in the city, and, um, and I couldn't, I can't believe how much it just keeps changing. It just keeps on changing. And down here especially, like, you, none of these, none of those folks would have come down here.
years ago. Yeah. And, and, and now they're everywhere, right? It's you, weird walking around here and seeing these people yeah, that are like you, clearly you know, used to have tons of money. And, uh, 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 family-owned businesses and stuff. You right. Know, you know, you know, all these corner see, stores. And yeah, stuff. you don't see that anymore. Mm -hmm. All that's closed. Are they getting closed down? Why? One by that's one. Another thing that the Protect. Republicans and Rich are doing. They're taking, they're eliminating schools and putting charter schools in. Yep. And the charter schools are being funded by the rich. The rich, the and rich also the re the religious right. That's what's really scary. And they're starting this, to force this, this other, like, yeah, yeah, you know, some flat true. earth ideas and some like, dinosaurs and they people want to share the earth. What the kids are learning. They right, want to exactly. dictate what they're learning. No, they want to mm -hmm. shape yeah, them. They let them in because they, it looks good for the public to die. Right. That's because the other reason, right? Because it's bad enough. To go to work and badly can feed you and keep a roof over your head. Now I gotta pay the rich to get to get even richer just for you to go to school. Tuskegee University. I went there because I was, uh, more or less because I was kind of bored. Mm -hmm. and, I'm more or less bored and my commanding officer had made a bet with me. I either go to school or come up to date with the computer and stuff. Okay. And I refused to do the recruiting. Yeah. So I went to school. Nice. And you you were interested in law or did or Yeah, I had to because because my father's uh, friend that they grew my father and his friend, they grew up together, we called him my uncle. He was uh, as a uh, JAG general for the United States Marine Corps. So when I first came to the service, I had got in trouble and had basic training. How did you get in trouble? Like in what way? Uh, the 
the sergeant was too close. Standing too close to, to, to yeah. <laughs> And I asked him to step up. I asked him to step back. Uh -oh. He refused to step back with that hat. He hit me on the rim of my nose. On purpose, of course. Yeah, so I, you know, they didn't bother me. We had, we, we was out there, 150 people. So I, I hit They threw you in the oh, break. Wow. Yeah. In subordination. So I called my father's friend, the lawyer. He said, yo, you get a lawyer? I don't want you a lawyer. I called my father. I told him what happened. Because my father was, he did 30 years in the Marine Corps. Right? And so he told me, don't worry about it. I'm going to call your Uncle James. Called him. Next time he told me, he called, then he called me back. And he said, he'll be there in the next four hours. Just listen for the helicopter. I didn't know he was that high. I, mean, I, was, you know, I hear a helicopter coming. I hear him cough, you know, stand up, high-ranking officer. Still wasn't looking. And then I heard his voice. And I turned around and looked. And I got up then and I told him, I said, yeah, I might as well open the door before I can get the fuck on up out of here. Nothing but he, he outranked the, the post commander. Uh -huh. he, he was a two-star general. And the post commander was not but a colonel. Ooh. That's at Fort Knox. It's really? A, so he was really extra mad at you now. After yeah, that, Because bet. now you got an officer that's hired at you, ranking, and can tell him what put to him do. in his place. Yeah, yeah. And after getting punched. Not, not an Army officer, a Marine Corps officer. That's even more. Even for you, different. His Marines are the first in line. Yeah. And so they, he got me out, and he told me, order for me to pay for this, I got to take up law because he go you know it but just by off your top of your head reading you through your book there you go he said take that and run but it's a school so military laws and I kept saying no, it's, it's almost different it's just certain so I ran with it and then I left went back to Germany I came back to Fort Benning, Georgia got in trouble again what was it that time? Uh, same thing <laughs> in subordination it's hard yep. taking orders, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's very hard because that's what my father told me. Yeah, because when I first wanted to go to the military, I wanted to go in the Marine Corps. Uh -huh. And he went down there to the, the recruiting officer and said something to him <laughs> that they would not take me. So I joined the Army. So, wow. <laughs> so you had to go to a different branch? Yeah. But they would take me. That's amazing. The, the Marine, the Navy. Is that when you came to Sharpshire? Mm hmm? Came to Yeah. So I joined the army. So when I came back, we got in trouble. I called him again. So this time, I had to go to school. <laughs> so I went to school. That's what he loved. I made law. I, I, I got a law degree within three years. That's good, though. That's, that's yeah. good. smart, man. It, it, it usually takes longer than three years. Yeah, it, it sure does. does. <laughs> it sure does. Yeah, well, because like you said, the, most of the stuff I knew already off the top of my head. Yeah. Right? And not, not really reading off into the book, but even the, the, the professor, he said the same thing. He said, you're good. That's cool. You're very good. I said, yeah, I tried yeah, to be. Yeah, really? Is that something you would want to do? I mean, would you want to practice law these days? Or is that, does that uh, seem like it's... Um, I don't know. California, you know, they, they, they bar exam. Or you'd have to take another bar exam. Yes, to take the bar. It's expensive. Yeah, that too. It's rich. You couldn't afford it. Yeah, yeah, see, I, I, I passed the bar exam in Georgia, Florida, and Texas.
you took it three times? You got to take it. Every time you move? Yeah, in each state. You got to renew wow. it, too. Is that just because you were being transferred in the military to this place? Or did you, no, you just I, moved? When I, got, when I graduated, I took it in Georgia because I was there already. Right. And then I, I took it in Florida because my best friend's mother lived in Florida. God bless his soul. He, uh, we went to Florida and we, to his house in Miami. We used to get in trouble so hard. Yeah, we got out of it. Can't knock in trouble in Miami. And took it to Texas because that's where my family originally come from. What, part, gonna, of, what part of Texas? Uh, Dallas. Oh, cool. Then I was going to take it here in California to see how much it cost. Too much. One, too much or two? I said, man, I can't work with nobody because I ain't going to listen to nobody. Let me back a little later. Yeah. That's hard. All right, all right, all right, right JP. Thank but you. But I have, I've already defended a couple of people. You in have? Court. Yeah. In court? Yeah, I did it when I was standing in Oakland. My neighbors, wow. drug, they were drug dealers. Uh-huh. But what, what happened was something, the police it was totally wrong, the legal searching and everything else. I wanted a case for them. Nice. They go, okay, out of the six brothers, Four of them I won their case load. Two of them I had no other choice but to do the time. Mm-hmm. I had told them that before we were removed. But I couldn't, I had to stand there with a public defender because I don't have a, a license to right. practice it. And the judge didn't like it either. Take care, man. So, I mean, I just don't, I don't get how somebody with your, your, Credentials and intelligence see, and life that. experience can can be let to fall through the cracks because society should be honoring and, and respecting yeah, people that. like you. But uh, you know, I don't blame society for me being here because they might want to. I can get up and go in. Okay. Uh, which I am going to do. Well, what keeps like, you here then? Because like, what keeps you here? They say I've been I was gone for twenty years. My own, my own, my two brothers and sister, they don't know me no more. Last time they see, last time we were this long together, we was kids growing up. Wow. Right? When I left here at 18 years old, I never looked, I came back in 94 to bury my little brother. Then I came back in 95 to bury my father. And then I never came back. Never turn me right, and, and me, we we was all we was the type of uh, like I said as a military kid growing up we was all time together. Yeah. Together. And so now this is one of the reasons why I'm still here because the last thing my mother said before she closed her eyes to me was to watch out for my little brother. Right. And since I since he was born everywhere I went I had to take him with me. Mm-hmm. I couldn't go nowhere without him coming with me. Mm-hmm. So I'm here. I'm pretty end all that. Yeah. Because uh, basically, uh, I'm tired of it. This here, they got bored. It was excitement, but it got bored. It's boring now. Yeah. So it's time for me to go indoors. And I'm getting too old. Yeah. Now it's going to get harder, you know, year yeah. by year, I would imagine. And since I stopped playing sports, which my doctor told me it was going to happen, you know, and it's a good going to kick in. Mm-hmm. And then kick in. I already had operation on my back and stuff. Yeah, it's time to go go indoors now. I can't stand anymore. Yeah. 
So you, you have a you have, you have a plan? You have yeah, I got a plan. Okay. I got a plan. I'm going to get me on the spot. I'm going to go. I'm going to go back. I can't go down this semester. I'm going next semester. Going to school. I'm going to go down here in the between time. Go down here to this uh, securities company and, and um, get a security license. Put a security guard. I can't. I can't be. I didn't get to the point. I, I can't work for nobody in the office building, nothing like that, because I don't take orders too good. Yeah, <laughs> sounds so, like it. So if you're not be, taking them from the corporal, then you're not going to take right, them. So from I, the I, I'd, rather, I'd rather be out, you know, where I can do it myself. Right, a security, I know what I'm doing, and did it all in the military, so I can do that. I was thinking about going to the post office, mm-hmm. right, because. That was a post, uh, post, postmeister, meister in Germany. You were there. Yeah, for and okay. I took the test and I passed it there. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking about working at the post office. See, California, it's. I said, I, t- I tell people that people like to tell California is not a state. It's its own country. It almost is. That's what I was going to say at the beginning when we were talking about else, like, the richest else, countries, right? This is number five in the world. It goes country, 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 California. Yeah. California is its own country. They have have their own laws. They have their own country. They have their own ways. Yeah. That's what I didn't see. Like the Postal Service. California Postal Service has no union. They have no what? No union. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's why I was kind of skeptic to work by them because I'm used to the Postal Service having you. And then they sit it. It's still sitting as a government job. Yeah. Right. So that's the other reason why I said, "Fuck it, I'm going to work with them and put some more years onto my military retirement." Right. And then I can say, work for post office. Say maybe five, six years. That could be a total of thirty years, military-wise, government-wise working. Okay. And I can get a full pension. And damn, I'll be sixty next month. As it is. Wow. So where where are you gonna go? I either go back to Germany. All right. So you're looking at right. your passport. I go back to to Texas. Okay. Because my father, my family had a hundred. My father had a, a little small spot, had a hundred acres on it. Had been in the family for over a hundred years, so I go stay there. It's still there. Somebody still got it in your family? Yeah, it's in my name. Hundred acres in your name. Well, that's a plan right there. That's yeah. that's like the. I told the house. I told down the day, uh, the day I put put the uh, the plug on my father. I went down and tore down the house because the house has been there as long as it's been in the family. It was an old plantation. I tore it down. You it's just didn't want the memory of it, or was it? No, nah, it, 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 it was just it, falling apart. It, it was going to fall apart. Anyway. Okay, it's it's like be, dangerous. It'd be, it'd be cheaper to build a new one than to try to rebuild that one back. Mm-hmm. Right, so I just. Took the tractor, went to front door with the tractor, left Mark with the tractor, <laughs> and it just came over there. It must have been kind of fun, satisfying. Yeah, it was, kind of, yeah, it was satisfying. <laughs> and then it took me about took me about a month to get all that rubbers and stuff away. Mm-hmm. And now it's I got the trees, timber run on it, Colorado runs on some of it, but not all of it. Really, your uh, water runs through. Yeah. Oh man, that's like my dream. I, I lived I got, in Austin I my, for a little bit. And you got my neighbors. He got his cattle on the land right now. 
that's a, that's some income. That something that nice. my brothers don't know about. Oh, okay. They they have no idea that it exists. They, they, or that they, it's in they, your name. they know that they that it exists. But don't they know don't know that you have the title. The they, don't, they, they don't know that there's income coming in behind that. Oh, I see. Okay. Because yeah. if they did, they'd be hitting you up? Yeah. Okay, my little brother. My older brother and my sister, they don't bother me. Because my older brother wanted me to sell it. Cause Dallas Airport, they wanted to buy it. They made me an offer for $1.5 million. I turned it down. <coughs> I turned it down. The timber on the land itself is worth that much. Yeah. And it's got water running through it, yeah. which is everything. And it will be everything pretty soon. It'll be yeah. the only thing that matters, you know. That's why I'll go to either Texas or back to Germany. Because in Germany, I'm, I'm all taken care of there, too. I got my five little acres out in the country. Mm. I got an apartment duplex in the city. I want my son, my wife, and I stay there. No, my ex-wife, she stays in the middle, he stays to the right, I stay to the left. Okay. But it's paid for, it's all mine. Wow. So you're in, are you in contact with your ex-wife and your son? Yeah, I brought her just the other day, oh, on the cool. 19th. Nice. I talked to her. And your son, do you see him? You ever, yeah, I talked talk to, to him, I talk talk to him all the time. Because he, this is the longest I've ever been for me. Yeah. Since the day he was born. Five years is a long yeah. time. Uh, and how old is he now? 34. We stay in contact. Yeah, that's good. I have, I, I, I see my grandson, mm-hmm. but I ain't never touched him. That's that's one of the main reason why I got to go back. How old is he? He'll be ten. Oh, cool. Yeah, his birthday's yeah, his birthday's next week. Wow, all the birthdays are coming up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, my son's come first. This is on the tenth of October. Then come me on come my birthday on the twenty fifth of October. Then come my grandson on Halloween. That's cool. All within the same month. No, it's not cool. It's oh, it's not? No. It's, it's a broke month. Oh. Up September, all time broke. I got my yeah. ex-wife some for her birthday, my son. Oh, I see. Yeah, <laughs> that's not cool. I get it. Huh. Well, <clears throat> how you, how you feel? You've, you've, I really appreciate you talking. You want to keep going or you want to yeah, be done? <coughs> all right, man. Thanks so much. Yeah, we'll uh, I really appreciate it. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, killing I'm sorry. I'm gonna go charge up my charges. All right. Drink me a hot tea because it's coughing to get on my nerves. Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you, Sheldon. I really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Nice to meet you. listening everybody i do appreciate it uh i apologize again for the wind i have not yet learned how to control it although i am working on it um i want to thank my guests again for letting me intrude on their space and for allowing me to record this conversation um i'm going to keep doing this i'm going to keep talking to people whether it's here or there or anywhere else uh, it's really important to me. I think that we need to get connected, uh, across some, some boundaries, especially, and, uh, remember what the hell we're here for. Uh, I want to spread some love and community and 
understanding and connection if I'm able, and I'm going to do my part. And I hope you do yours too, whatever that is. And I love you all, and I'll see you next week with yet another beautiful human being. Talk to you soon.